Yes, hello and welcome to episode number 10 of the N2M Football Podcast. This week, we introduce a new podcaster to our team and talk through the biggest matches of the weekend with a special look at Liverpool versus Arsenal and Man United versus Bournemouth. Hope you enjoy. Welcome to the end-to-end football podcast, where we get stuck into the fast-paced world of Premier League football, with big on opinions, low on facts. A podcast that is based on our own opinions about the goings-on in the English Premier League. We'll be running through all the games, all the gossip on a weekly basis. So stay tuned and check it out. Hello, yes, we've had a very, very interesting week in the Premier League this week. Some strange decisions going all about the place. You're listening to the N2M Football Podcast. We've got three co-hosts today. So it's myself, Stuart here. Kuda, say hello to the people. Wagwan peeps. (laughs) Sean, how's it going? What's happening? I'm here. For the first time ever, a very special guest. Hello and welcome to Abbas. Abbas, how's it going? Hello, everyone. Nice I'm to here. hear from you. Nice to hear from you, Abbas. Nice that you can join us. About time. About time as well. <laughs> it's been a long time coming. Right, so let's get straight into it. We'll start off with the strangest decision. Arsenal, or Liverpool versus uh, Arsenal. 3-1. Wow. How would you leave your best player on the bench? What a strange decision that is. I mean, other than that, the game itself, I think Liverpool controlled quite easily. Played very well. It's just a strange one to see Sanchez on the bench. I don't know how you fellas feel about that. I felt beautiful about it, mate. Cook here, less. <laughs> Good on you, Arsenal. I love you. Stay. <laughs> <laughs> one for definitely the Arsenal in camp there. <laughs> definitely. And I'll campaign that by myself if I have to. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my days. Well, here we go again, boy. Another L. Battle of the bridesmaids. My days. What a joke. 3-1. <laughs> Arsenal, uh, you know what, yeah? Just to sum this up, I think the thing that summed this game up is the fact that, as usual, I look forward to watching Arsenal fan TV after a defeat for for, for the Gunners. But this time, yeah, you know when you're watching and like, they don't even have the same passion. Like, they're upset, but they're just like, instead of the shouting and all that, they're just like, yeah, same again, Robbie. Yeah. I, I, I think they're bored with it. I think they're bored with it. <laughs> the man, man are just tired now. Like they, they're I told you, up. Robbie. I told you, Robbie. The same again. <laughs> it's, it's peak, bro. It's absolutely peak. And then the thing is, yeah, for you to drop <clears throat> Sanchez, as everyone has pointed out, you know, anyone with, with their brain, yeah. You know, sometimes you can think, okay, if they were 2 1 down in the first leg against Bayern Munich. You know, and, and he said, okay, I'm going to arrest Sanchez for this game. You might have said, you, it would have still been a bad decision, but you can say, I can get the logic. But you're 5-1 down. And your <laughs> next match is against Lincoln. Come on, bruv. Like, wh- why is the man on the bench? And then when he comes on, they look a completely different side. What an absolute joke. What an absolute joke. That's how you know, yeah, he's definitely leaving. Definitely leaving. I'm, I'm using Stuart's line now. He is definitely gone. Yeah, I Sanchez, to, I've, I've said it for something. months now. I've said it for months. There's no, there's no way in in any way, shape or form that Sanchez is going to be there next season. I don't know where he's going. I don't know who could afford him. But anyone that could afford him and puts a bid in, he's definitely not going to be an Arsenal player. I don't know if you saw um, Klopp's interview after the game as well. Yeah, I think it sums up the two managers fantastically well. He only was meaning to sum up himself, but it's just a polar opposite to what Wenger was (laughs) saying. And he said that Klopp, he gets... 
He trusts his players to go out there. The players he picks, he trusts. The players trust Klopp to come up with the decisions to, to win the big games. And the fans trust Klopp. Now, compare that to Arsene Wenger. It's complete hmm. polar opposite. I don't think the players trust what Wenger's doing. I don't think Wenger trusts the players that he's sending out there. And the yeah. fans, although there's always been like this 50-50 split between the fans that Wenger in, Wenger out. I just think they've had enough now and Wenger needs to go. I mean, I'm not even an Arsenal fan and I've had enough of Wenger now. He's, he's boring me to tears. <laughs> he's boring me to tears. Honestly, I think Wenger has to stay for the entertainment value of the Premier League. He has to stay. <laughs> um, no, I'm sorry. He just has to stay. But it, I mean... The decision itself was was ridiculous. But I wonder if he was trying to send a message to players not to argue back or not to show their frustration on the pitch. Because that's what he seemed like he was doing. Sanchez has been the most obvious person that's getting hurt by these results, how much the players are trying. He must have been arguing or kicking up storm, you know, in yeah. the back room. And Arsenal Wenger thought, I'm going to punish you while obviously punishing myself and the fans and put you on the bench. <laughs> yeah, but because if he's saying that he's he's caring about the, the team, that can only be a good thing. If I'm I'm worried about like the likes of Xhaka walking across the midfield. He's meant to be like the holding player in midfield and he's just letting people walk past him. It's ridiculous. It's not the first time this has happened throughout the season. Yeah, like, but brother, he's not the only one. In the midfield. That's the thing. He's not the only one. If Ozil was there, it would have been even worse. He would have two men walking around the pitch. Yeah. I mean, it's you've a got to good be careful thing, wasn't it? Oz Ozil was out with a cold, so you have to, <laughs> I mean, you have to allow it. <laughs> but man flu, man flu, man, man flu. That's a, that's an interesting point though about him uh, making of sort of making an example of Sanchez, isn't it? Like to sort of show that everyone knows that you know no one is bigger than the team and all this kind of stuff, which is something that Alex Ferguson used to do. You know, no one is ever bigger than him. So no matter who you are in the team, but the problem is. Ferguson is certified, isn't it? He's done it and it's worked. It yeah. ain't worked for you. You've never done no, it before. When is he ever that? When is he ever done honest. it? Yeah. Let's let's be honest. The Man United team have always been able to cope. Kate, always be able to be um to cope without one of the best players being dropped. So if he dropped Rooney, we had Tevez usually around that time, or you have Hernandez, someone that can pick up goals. You drop Sanchez, you literally have no one. On, on his level so he just whatever message you were trying to send it's not working because Sanchez is going to look at that and go well you see how much I made a difference when I came on I assisted the goal you're not yeah. going to drop me again are you boom that's it yeah. he'll yeah, leave with his head up for me for me Ferguson always used to say there was no one bigger than United and I, and I believe that Ferguson probably put himself in that bracket as well but the problem mm. I got does Arsene Wenger put himself in that bracket does he nope. see himself bigger than Arsenal I think Hell that's no. the case I, feel, he, I think that's the case. I think he does. I think he believes he is bigger than Arsenal. You know, he's yeah. the one that built it. He's, you know, he sees himself as the guy that made Arsenal into the powerhouse. There's no doubt mm. about it. And I think you're, I think you're looking at him and his stubbornness right now. There's a contract there on the table. Do something with it. Either rip it up or sign it. But don't leave it just hanging there. You know what I mean? Make a decision. Uh, yeah. it's, not, it's unfair on the fans. It's unfair on the players. Not well, good. look, hear what? It's fair on the fans because you know what? I don't support that team. So, you know what? I don't <laughs> care. Yeah? Big up, big up, big up Arsene Wenger for not playing Sanchez. I love that. When I saw, when I checked the, the team lineup and I saw, what? Sanchez at the bench? I thought, whoa, is he injured? I thought, oh, he might not come on. He might come on at the same minute. When I heard he just dropped him, I was like, yo, Arsene Wenger, you are the man for that. Thank you. <laughs> oh, my days. Yeah, that, this is the thing as well. And even tactically as well, if you think like, you know, none of us here are football experts or whatever, but 
I've seen Liverpool hold L's with teams that put two banks of four and two fast players. Why is Giroud playing? If you're playing away <laughs> from home, do you know what I mean? You're playing away from home to a Liverpool team that is like, you know, their Achilles heel is counter-attacks. Why play Giroud? Like, what is that about? <laughs> I don't get it. I don't get it. And then, what, what is this thing as well where it's like, you can't put Welbeck and Sanchez on the, on the, on the pitch together. Like, what's all that about? Wasn't that his yeah. excuse after the game for not playing Sanchez because he wanted to play Welbeck, wasn't it? That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, yeah. They're, not even the, they're not the same player. Like, what is it? Do they have some kind of, are they like some kind of opposite magnets or something? Like, they repel <laughs> each other. Like, what is this nonsense? Get out of here, man. You know what, yeah? And for that nonsense, yeah, he's got to hold the L. And I think, yes, I don't even know. I, I, can, I can't keep count now. I don't know how many L's he's got now. I think it's been I a must few. have a hat trick. You know what I mean? I think, I think this is probably his third one now. Do you know what I mean? And, you know, by the way he's going, he's going to be holding more as well. It's a very good sound. It's a very good Definitely sound. Having, you know what made me laugh as well? Yeah, you know, like I was watching match of the day, and you had Martin Key on there, and he said something that was very strange. He said, "This is the most tepid Arsenal performance he's ever seen in the last twenty years." <laughs> I was just like, "What? Hold on." Uh, Munich five one, Man United eight two, Chelsea six nil. There's loads of tepid ones. What, what do you no, mean? No, this no, is the most no, tepid. I have, one. To, I, I have to. No, no. I have to say. Even the Man United eight two, there was some at least some fight for some of the players <laughs> in that game. This, this the first half against Liverpool, it was shocking. I mean, yeah, played Juro, so obviously I think the game plan was to be direct, skip Liverpool's high pressing game. Juro touched the ball less than the goalkeepers, so clearly they didn't they didn't follow that plan to to the end. And then there's another thing I have to mention: they need a new left back immediately. <laughs> I just uh, immediately. Yeah. yeah. It, in fact, they should just promote a, a kid from the reserve team because I am. Oh, their left backs are shocking. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely shocking. Yeah, Monreal is absolutely useless. And uh, Gibbs is no better as well. You know, there's a lot nah. of people that are piping up about Gibbs, but he's a waste man. Nah, Arsenal nah, fans, he is a waste man. You heard it here. You can't trust him anyway. <laughs> he would get injured it's as rubbish. well. Yeah, right. exactly. So let's, let's leave football behind for a second and we'll go straight into the UFC bout between Man United and Bournemouth. Wow. <laughs> wow. Wow. It was throws to the ground, kicks to the face, elbows mm. to the face. I mean, call blimey. I have seen less action in a UFC fight. All that was missing was a choke out or something, a submission. <laughs> <laughs> the referee lost complete control of this. For Kevin Friend, definitely an unfriendly affair. But the football itself... I thought it was an interesting game, to be fair. And uh, the sending off, although I don't believe he probably should have got sent off, I think it spoiled Bournemouth's plan a little bit. They definitely went there to disrupt Man United. Um, who, was, who was their striker? Fovey or something like that? When he was running through on goal, slipped over. Fovey before, slipped over, yeah. yeah. Yeah, before it all kicked off. And uh, I don't know. I'd, uh. <laughs> what, what, what <laughs> it is was atrocious how Ibrahimovic exactly. finished the game, to be fair. I think any any other player... Would have got sent off. I mean, he's he's talking to him for like five minutes. So what's he asking him? Did you elbow him? What's he say? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is. And after the match, Ibrahimovic, typical Ibra style. I mean, I like the fellow. I'm not going to lie. He just said, well, he jumped into my elbow, didn't he? It's his fault. Minx's interview off. was quite good as well, actually, because he turned around and said, oh, you got to love games like that. I love the battle. So here's what it is or something on those lines. So well done to him as well. Just got elbowed and he's like, he liked the battle. Obviously, he knew he stamped on his head as well. So... You know, yeah, retribution, I suppose. Yeah, but he's, I mean, this, I mean, you could go back and analyse it, but it looks like Slatan sort of had a stamp out at him before he stamped on his head. And before that, he threw him to the ground as well. So 
Yeah. Which he never got, yeah. which the referee saw and never, and, and never got booked for. He was already fair, I, I didn't see that either, you know. Arsene Wenger's glasses on me. Sky Sports showed it from about four different angles. <laughs> I must have missed that. I must have missed oh, that. Oh, okay. Cool. Yeah. United glasses fully on, way. Yes, definitely. Definitely. <laughs> yeah, this was, this was interesting. Another game where United should have, you know, won in the first half or in the first 20 minutes. So it should have been like 3 0 by then. I mean, how many yeah, draws have they had chances. now? Loads of draws where they should have won a match, man. Just creating see, millions of chances and not putting them away. You know, it's not like this Bournemouth team is a team that can actually defend. Yeah, it's one of the most loose teams in the league. You know, another bit of a shocker, really. Yeah, it's a shocker, but you know what it, you know what would have happened if they had won? They would have come off sixth spot. They seem to love that spot. They don't want to come off that spot. They love it. <laughs> Drawn to the sixth spot at the moment. I, 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 I agree with that. He missed, he missed the, Ibrahimovic missed the penny as well. So that just about sums it up, really. Yeah, Hogba yeah. missed a one-on-one, then airboard it as well. I'm not going to say anything about his price because I've heard that come up. Yeah, I knew it. I knew it. I've heard that come up way too much on this podcast. I think his price is pointless. I mean, I think it's pointless talking about his price tag. It's just, he needs to concentrate more. He just needs to concentrate. He has a lot, he has a massive future. 89 mil is not going to leave anytime soon because other people are going to remember about it. But can I just say, it's not, we didn't pay 89 mil just for Pogba and his footballing skills. There was some marketing to go with it as well. But, you know, that's football nowadays. I mean, a Real Madrid fan should know about marketing marketing transfers. I just want to make that clear. Is a man trying to pop shots at me? No, no, I'm just saying. You know what I mean? Beckham, Zidane, Figo. You know, Beckham, Zidane, Figo, Bale. All of these guys, there was a bit of marketing in that price tag that you paid for. Okay, okay. Fair play, fair play. Yeah, but... Gareth Bale came in, yeah, 80, whatever meal he cost, innit? Like, he won us titles, innit? He scored winning goals to win us titles. You could see, like, what that money was about. I don't see what that money's about in Pogba. It's just purely marketing. It's only his you, first season, man. Don't worry about huh? it. It will come. Ronaldo, actually, Ronaldo, fair, I mean, come on, man. You can't even, can't even talk about that 80 mil for Ronaldo. was actually cheap. You know what I mean? That, that one is what true. That man is done. I was going to say, to be fair, 89 on mil for a midfielder. Nah, man. Like, 89 mil should be going to attacking players that score goals on a regular, not to midfielders. I'm sorry. That, that is just silly. That is why. I, I, the only, the only defense I have to that is, stats wise, or well, the last time I checked, Pogba's actually creating a lot of chances. Mine and I just can't finish their chances, which is, the, this is our hope in our whole season. The draws we've been having at home, we've had at least more than eight chances on the goal, on target. And so, for some reason, we just can't put it away. Put all those right, chances right. away, get those points. We'd be talking about a different Man United team and a different Pogba. But I think it's to come. I'm just going to okay. be calm about okay. that and say it to come okay. soon. So, so answer me this year. Oh, here we go. Delhi Ali. How is he being huh? outscored by Delhi Ali? Delhi Ali doesn't have to do any defensive work, man. And Pogba does. He's, he's always there. Pogba is always tracking back. I give him ratings for that. Nah, man. He tra- like running back. He don't make no tackles, but he's just there. He's pretending like he's doing something. I don't see what he does. <laughs> well, I, I tell you what. I see what he's doing. That defensive nonsense that he just said, that's a lie. <laughs> <laughs> You're not having it, Sean. You're not having nah, it. Nah, that's, no, that's a lie. That is a lie. That's why he's got Herrera and Carrick and the rest of them man playing because Pogba can't defend like that. So exactly. 89 million for what? Don't tell me about no defensive work. That is a bold-faced <laughs> lie. <laughs> 89 million was cheap, man. But in any case, you know, for, for the whole little... 
tit for tat that. Exactly. No, I mean, I was talking about indeed. For 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 the little um, what's he called? For the little fight that these little are having, you know, Mings and Ibra. I think we've got to do a little special join L this week, you know, because that was absolutely unacceptable. Yeah, they got to share it. You got the shove, then you've got the attempted stamp by Pogba, which he misses, and you've got the ridiculous stamp by Mings on him. Then you got that beautiful elbow or headbutt to the elbow, as Ibra would like us to believe. I mean, that, that, <laughs> I mean uh, that's ridiculous. So they've got to hold it. They're definitely having a laugh, mate. Yes. And the ref as well, Kevin Friend. Oh my god! I mean, Mister Stack doing stuff. <laughs> exactly. You must have been hungover, boy, because he was not. He definitely wasn't right. You know, that's another one as well. I, I, we won't even give him the the the, the special. Just, just a question. You having a laugh? Is he having a laugh? Because definitely, what he was <laughs> doing. Indeed, he was. Indeed, he was. <laughs> I mean the. Let's 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 move on now because I think we've touched everything, and hmm? just let, allow Abastus to calm down a little bit before we move <laughs> on to to the next one. I mean, the next one was Leicester. You disgust me. Versus Hull, <laughs> <laughs> and exactly as that said right there, Leicester, hmm? you do disgust me. Vardy, as we touched on last week, you definitely disgust me because how all of you have just started playing now is an absolute joke. Absolute yep. joke. Why you couldn't put in the performances like that before? He's only a manager at the end of the day, like everyone says. So, I mean, what different was he doing? What different is this fella doing that you couldn't actually turn up on the pitch for 90 minutes before this, before Ranieri went? And now all of a sudden, now you remember how to score goals. Mares, now you remember yeah. how to take on players, yeah. turn in and score a goal. It's ridiculous. <laughs> shocking, 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 shocking. I hope they get relegated. But I can't see it now. But I hope they do. <laughs> well, we definitely have to change their name to Snake City. That's definitely what their name's going to be from now on. <laughs> oh, my days. Is it mad, isn't it? Like, you can see, like, Jamie Vardy's back to the running around like a headless chicken Vardy yep, now all of a sudden. Exactly. Or because, or because Ranieri is left, you know. It's like, what? I can't, I can't believe the difference in effort. You know, it's not even about tactics. It's just the yeah, that's effort, what I'm saying. It's, it's, it's just madness. Apparently... Apparently, the change back to four four two was really helpful and kicked, you know, made the players believe more. I find that as a ridiculous excuse as a professional player. Because as a professional, you should be able to cover multiple formations, not just one. Hmm. And then, you know, the effort is the most important thing. You can all visibly see that the effort was different. Mm. With, with Ranieri and this guy. I I suppose this guy is just a, a soft manager, allows them to do what they want. Ranieri yeah. was trying to change yeah. things because he probably still wanted to be looking like a good team and challenge for the Premier League again. Had too much faith in them. Had too yeah. much belief in them. Yeah, definitely. Let's let's be honest. Ranieri is a manager that tends to be top four in whatever league he's playing in or champions. You know, so he probably had that mentality. Okay, next season, I still want to challenge. These players, this is the highlight. They're finished. They just, mid-table is what they want from now on. And just to, you know, have a party like Bardi always does. <laughs> they sold him out they sold him down the river definitely 100% he lost his job because of the players the players seemingly are all happy about that like a man's yeah. lost his when job now thank you very much for that. I know he's not going to be on the streets or nothing I know he got well looked after but at the end of the day that's not that's not what it's about it's about 
the, the players and just the lack of effort that they've put in throughout the, the whole of this season and to turn it on for these two games, it's, it's just horrible. Horrible. Mm. And he must be sitting at home thinking, oof, I can't swear on this, so I won't say it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely oh, ridiculous. I do have to mention a player though. Um, I can't mm. remember what his first name is, but Gray, that young player that always keeps coming on off the bench. Damari yeah, Gray. Oh, yeah, he... Yeah needs to play more games because he never mm. lost his effort. I give him that. I see yeah, most of the one games. He always, showed. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he always Definitely. came up and showed. I hope that someone bigger gets him because I think he's a talented player and could do a lot more than what he's doing. He shouldn't be on the bench for any of the players right now to my in my eyes anyway. Yeah, exactly. How, how is Musa playing ahead of him? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I don't really get that. I don't get that. And and definitely Vardy, you know, pre-Ranieri uh, getting sacked, you know, definitely wasn't deserving of his spot. But all of a sudden, yep, yeah, as we've pointed out, everyone wants to make an effort now, isn't it? <laughs> so, um, yep. Yeah. Anyway, Stuart, r- let, uh, run us through the rest of the results, mate. Uh, so we've got uh, Stoke versus Middlesbrough, 2 0 to Stoke. Swansea versus Burnley, 3 2. Hmm. Watford versus Southampton, Southampton 1 4 3. West Brom versus Crystal Palace. Mighty Crystal Palace won it 2 0. Uh, we've got. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> Spurs yeah. versus Everton, 3-2. And uh, Sunderland versus Man City. Man City won it 2-0 in the end. We've got West Ham versus Chelsea. That's tomorrow night. Go on, you Amers. Oh, boy. Good luck. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Major the- L coming. <laughs> Probably. Oh, yeah. But at least at least the podcast airs on Sunday and not uh, Monday night, eh? <laughs> Lucky you. <laughs> I mean, we'll, yeah. we'll start off uh, with the uh, little little one there with um, Anthony Taylor we touched on the other referee going on the stag do he, he was the other fella on the stag do mm. he wasn't on the stag do he had finished the stag do he, he's trying to recover from a night out because of how he gave a penalty for for Burnley yeah, Sam yeah, Vox, I, I, yeah. I, I don't, yeah Sam Vokes he's handled the ball in Swansea's era and clearly he's as given well. it, clearly yeah. as well He's giving him the penalty. I couldn't. I I had to rewind that about three or four times to work out how he got that wrong. I could not believe it. He's looking right at it as well. Is he having a laugh? (laughs) (laughs) He's looking straight at it, and he's not that far away from the incident. So how he's called that wrong? It must be blurry vision. Still must have his beer goggles on. (laughs) (laughs) I I would have thought he would have taken a moment to see the reaction of the other players to know what's happened. Because Volks himself just walked away like, whoops, that's a bad, that's a boo-boo. And he was walking away. <laughs> he wasn't thinking about Penny. He was actually walking away to avoid a yellow card. Yeah. And all of a sudden, he must have turned around and thought, Penny, <laughs> all right then, I'll have that. Cheers, yeah, exactly. mate. Again, I'll be on you later. Players' reactions as well, though. Players' reactions say a lot. And the whole mm. of the Swansea team come over to him and go, what are you doing? Are you mad? Mm. Didn't you see that? And even the Burnley players are like looking at him thinking, oh, did he just give her a penalty? Nice, nice. Shut up, shut up, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> it's mad, isn't it? And then you get the penalty and that grey has got the audacity to do a hand-to-the-ear celebration as well <laughs> for some fake penalty. Like, that like, would have been magic. That's like them FIFA ones, bro. You might as well lock off the whole Xbox for that. <laughs> taking liberty, like, nah, man. Absolutely ridiculous. I was so happy when uh, Swansea won. Well, I was really happy from a Palace perspective, but I was happy for the fact the way Gray celebrated that man. You put your how dare you put your hand to your ear for some nonsense <laughs> penalty like that, man? And Joker. Lorente again. Wow, he's he's definitely uh, rolling back the years at the moment. He's That's smashing it. him in for uh, Swansea. Another, yeah, yeah, another another top performer is that Tom Carroll. Brilliant, brilliant crosses. 
into the... Singing them in for fun. Yeah. That, that assist from uh, Sigerson. The back heel assist for Olsen. Oh, I love it. <laughs> oh, my days. That was lovely. Yeah, man. That, that, that was something else. <laughs> Absolutely something else. But then what, what a surprise. Burnley losing again away from home. Yeah, well, they need to get it mean? back to Fortress Turf more to uh, uh, turn it back to winning ways. Yeah, well, the next game won't be no fortress for them. Trust me. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is Liverpool we're talking about. Yeah. Isn't it? Yeah, I, mean, so, <laughs> I don't know what Liverpool are saying against them smaller teams, boy. <laughs> I wouldn't be so sure. But yeah, sp- speaking of a smaller team, my boys, Palace, turning it on. No second win in a row. Back to back, clean sheets. Duh, winning about this mm-hmm. life, and what makes this victory sweet as well. Tony the Snake Pulis. I love it. <laughs> I absolutely love it. You know what I mean? This is a guy, yeah, for those that don't know, he got a job from, obviously West Brom approached him whilst he was still manager at Crystal Palace. And what this guy had done, instead of leaving, where we would have to, where, what's it called? We would obviously have to get compensation from West Brom and he would get nothing. But in his contract, he only had like a few more weeks to stay, to get more money. Oh, sorry, a few more months to stay. So this guy waits until almost the end of the transfer window for the start of the next season to say, nope, I'm cutting now. I've got a job at West Brom. He's already making plans for the next job. Snake. Absolute snake. Oh, he my belongs day. in Leicester, mate. Yeah, man. Exactly, man. Exactly. He should be the next manager there. <laughs> Joker. But I was surprised, man. I didn't, I didn't watch the game. I only saw it, uh, the highlights and that. And when I saw it 1-0, man, I was thinking, oh, boy, it's just going to be... The man there is holding on. But when I saw the, the highlights, I never saw the Hennessy make any kind of difficult save. Like it was, nah. yeah, man, he was all palace. He was, it like was all palace. He looked dominant. He's a dominant performance, man. There's, the, the, you know, Lionel or Cristiano Zaha. What do you guys know about that guy? Bad boy. <laughs> <laughs> Bad boy. Beautiful cross way from, from, from a man like Luca Kabai. <laughs> you know about that way. <laughs> <laughs> nice I remember a player called Zaha, but I can't remember what he did at United. Yeah. <laughs> Slip my mind out. Don't watch that. Don't watch that. He's doing. He's doing things now. You know what I mean. Ball comes into the box, chests it down nicely. Boom in. But for me, the goal of the game is Townsend. Where he wins the ball just outside the box. Right. He just runs the length of the pitch. Couple of step over. Defender missing. Near post shot in. Beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. Yeah, there was a player that he turned over on the halfway line as well. The boy, the him. guy he tackled, rolled him. That like nobody's business. <laughs> left him in a heap. That's it, boy. Rolled like <laughs> Cockerland, boy. <laughs> <laughs> Cockerland's still spinning, mate. <laughs> oh, my days. But yeah, yeah, beautiful win. Finally, um, Big Sam. And I've been extremely critical of this brother, you know Oof. what I mean, on this podcast. Scaving, scaving some people exactly. may say of exactly. your criticism. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> At least he's finally having some kind of an effect, you know, it's, it's taken him long enough. But um, yeah, we'll see how it goes. He's still very tight at the bottom there. You know what? Even to this day, I still not can't, be- can't, can't believe that we loaned you Sacco. I still can't believe it. Wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> Two <laughs> shoots, mate. <laughs> and in that situation, you started playing Lucas as centre back. I yeah. Do you know what I mean? Madness, madness. How are you gonna play Lucas as centre back and have Saka out on loan at Palace? Zero <sighs> sense. Zero sense. Hey, Heartbreak. I'll take it. I'll take it. I mean, so, so, some of the other games are a bit non-eventful. I mean, 
what a surprise. Middlesbrough, last game on um, Match of the Day once again. Ugh, no surprise they, they, they didn't even have a highlight in their position. It's just a typical <laughs> Middlesbrough performance that they just go there to defend and don't do anything. They're finally in the relegation zone. I can't believe yes, I'm coming out of it. Finally, good. Hope well, we go down. the manager now has to, he has to start attacking. Goals, win games. He has to now go go out. I, I feel sorry for Negredo. Top striker. Like, well, used to be top striker. Sitting there. Like, hold on, hold on. Hold on, Abbas. You said, you said goals, win games. Sneak it. They do, Abbas. It's a great fact. It's a fact. I'm doing my best to copy Michael Owen, man. I'm doing my best to copy Michael Owen. All right? My first time. Allow me, boys. But yeah, um, Negredo, he must be scratching his head and wondering when is he going to get chances? Because it's, there was almost, there was nothing in that game. But now they're in the bottom three. He has to attack. He has to. I can't see him him changing his whole season game plan. No, I think he's just going to keep on going. I'm glad because they, they bore me to hell anyway to, to watch their games. I don't know about you, but I saw, saw one of the highlights there. Um, Watford versus Southampton, seven goal thriller. It's a a decent little game. Gabby Adini once again scores. Sean, mm. how are you feeling about that? I mean, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, he's going to be in a Liverpool shirt next season. Let's face it. Yeah, so, no, that's why. I, that's why I watch all the South Africa yeah, games. Cheers for that, mate. No worries, no <laughs> worries. Yeah, I don't know. Redmond could be up there as well because he's pulling out yeah. some performances yeah, at the moment. Definitely. Uh, I've got to ask, boys. Where would you prefer Redmond on the wings or in the middle, where he's playing as number ten at the moment? Man, I, th- I think I prefer him in the middle. I think, I think, like, I think it depends on who you've already got in the middle, though. It depends on... I don't think he's going to outtake one of the, the big boy players. Like, for a team like me, West Ham, we'd, we'd, I'd have him in the middle, definitely. Because yeah. he, he would bring a lot more to my team. But for a bigger team like Man City or Man United, Chelsea's out there, I, I can't see him playing anywhere but on the wings for, for them sort of for, for them sort well, of teams. For one thing, I need we need. To, I I think an e- England call up is uh, due on a card for him because surely he's better than Theo Walcott. Oh yeah, definitely, <laughs> definitely. <laughs> and I don't know how Walcott is still in, in the squad. Yeah, but some man, them no England sense. managers always seem to see me something that everybody else doesn't. <laughs> That's why he always <laughs> there. Uh, nobody else can see what it is, but they clearly see something we don't. Yeah, but many of the failings of England managers are picking players on a reputation and profile rather than the form and the and the style of play that they that they actually play for their clubs. You know, as as long as you play for one of the big clubs, you're you're almost destined as an England player or an English player, sorry, to get into the England team. It's it's only natural. Whereas all the other players sort of tend to get overlooked, even when they're banging in goals left, right, and centre. It's it's That's always been true. a bit of a head scratcher. Oh yeah, definitely. So, and sometimes as well, it's if if you've got you know the Daily Mail and the Sun on your case, you know, talking about this guy needs a, deserves a call up. You know, if you're a media darling as well, you seem to get a call up because there are some joke players that have you know put on an England shirt before. So it goes goes both ways. But with this game, man, I just think that Gomez, that keeper, man, how? Yeah, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm surprised. I'm surprised he was like when I saw him. You know, after after he left, um, uh, what's it called, Tot- Tottenham. I thought we would never see this guy again. When I saw him at Watford, I was thinking, well, how is this guy 
blagging his way back into the Premier League. That guy's a fraud, man. Like, you know what I mean? You're guaranteed mistakes with him, man. He, he can pull off some fantastic saves, but you know what I mean? What's the point if you're going to cause us a goal anyway, man? I really don't know where he was going for Redmond's second goal. I have to watch it twice. I really did not know. I looked at him and yeah. goes, where are you going? Why Why is your body in that direction? The ball's going in the other direction. <laughs> and the worst thing is no one picked it up. No commentators picked it up. They all said, oh, Nathan Redmond, good finish. He smashed it yeah. straight down the middle. It was in the middle, yeah. I think it was the defending that that, that shocked everyone because, I mean, the defender just keeps on backing off, backing off, backing off, backing off, backing off. And then he shoots oh, yeah. Let him and shoot. the keeper just dives the wrong way. Yeah, I'm with you on that one, Abbas. <laughs> uh, I was shocking. I was shocking second goal. Another thing I have to mention, Deeney's finish for Watford's Ooh. first goal, I think it was. Brilliant. Was, yeah. Straight yeah. from FIFA. Holding yeah. the uh, <laughs> finesse button. Sidebar. It's beautiful. Beautiful. Yeah, yeah, beautiful. That, was, that was a shot. But is it just me? Yeah, but don't Dini just look overweight though? Always. Know, Anytime Always. I see him, I'm like, yo, this guy's got a bit of a belly, you know. Like, he does look top heavy, <laughs> doesn't he? He does look top <laughs> you know heavy. I mean? You gotta understand, yeah. Dini's target is to score ten goals a season, and then he can eat for the rest of it because he's on <laughs> nine now, so he's got one more, and then watch, he's gonna double his weight, definitely. <laughs> Oh boy, I'm liking that coming prepared with the stat though. The, the nine goals for Tridini. Well, well done, Abbas. Bringing oh, a bit of culture <laughs> to the podcast. Mean? I like it. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. Exactly. Nice. We, need, we need stats, boy, because out here, we're just out here just talking. No stats. <laughs> we don't back nothing up. <laughs> the worst thing is, I could go further because I think one of the Southampton goals, there was five players in Southampton playing quality two-touch football and seven Watford players watching them and we're going <laughs> to inverting bracket call it defending and still somehow Redmond scores and he's the one that started the move basically so I don't know yeah, what happened there but a little extra wow maybe we need to get you one of them um, Skypod TV machines and you can really uh, <laughs> <laughs> well putting some arrows and, and squares yeah, all the squares yeah, that Gary Neville puts out ah, no, yeah think, we'll work on that we'll work I think on. I'm alright I think I'm alright <laughs> Oh, a bunch of nonsense that is though. Know? You always see it like the guy, he put that little circle on the defender and he gets all like a 360 view of the whole thing. Yeah. yeah. He, he should have seen this run. It's like, well, yeah. he's got eyes in the if back he, of his head. Yeah, like. if he would have stepped two <laughs> inches to the left, he would have stopped that goal. It's just like, come on, Gary, mate. So or you know, you see, made a or you know when you see like, oh yeah, if, if he had pushed out, that goal wouldn't happen. You look, okay, if he pushed out, this guy would just made this pass and they would be through anyway. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean? Completely different. Like, yeah, like, what are you guys talking about, man? Anyway. I, mean, to, I mean, talking of nonsense... Let's get on to the biggest nonsense of the podcast. Bit of predictions. Let's go. Yes, on to the predictions. We've got first game, which is Man C versus Stoke. So what is it? I've the got Premier the, games? Yeah, Premier yeah, League game. Premier League first. <laughs> yep. Oh. We've got Man C versus Stoke. I've got this down for 3-1. Boy, I've got Man City 2-1. Oh, well, I've got 2-0 Man City. <laughs> I've got 3-1 Man City <laughs> Next game which will be Bournemouth versus West Ham I've got this down for 2-2 two, two. I've got this down as uh, West Ham 3-2 Yes, Kuda <laughs> I tell you what I, I didn't copy Sean here but I've actually got it on 2-2 two, two as well nah, Both can't know, defend I, I just I just don't <laughs> see one of them winning That's the thing Sorry, 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 Stuart. Sorry. I'm not not friendly with you two no more. Uh, (laughs) I've got West Ham to win 3 0. Come on, the mighty hammers. Wow, you're going for it, mate. Yeah, man. We're winning 4 3 tomorrow night, so I always go for it, Abbas. 
Yeah, somebody definitely drug test him, boy. <laughs> <laughs> you were, you had a night out with the refs as well, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> All right, next game we got Everton versus West Brom. I've got Everton for two 0 I've got this as a one-one draw. Oh, I've got this three-one to Everton. Got it down four-two for Everton. All right, next game, which is Hull versus Swansea. I've got this down for nil-nil. Mm-hmm. I've got this as a two-two. I've got 2-1 Hull City. I've got 3-1 Swansea. And on to the last of the Premiership games, which will be the mighty Liverpool versus Burnley. I've got Liverpool for 3-1. I've got this for Liverpool to get back down to earth. (laughs) 1-1. You know what? I'm giving it to Burnley. 2-1. Come on, Burnley. (laughs) (laughs) I went the same as you have. That's 2-1 to Burnley. (laughs) <laughs> uh, wait, you want to talk about me yes yeah, sure. alright cool <laughs> <laughs> alright on to the FA Cup Middlesbrough versus Man City I've got Man City for 3-2 yeah I've got Man City 4-0 <laughs> I got Man City 4-0 man this is a whitewash <laughs> yeah as discussed uh, Middlesbrough don't score 3-0 yeah. <laughs> Arsenal versus Lincoln I got this for 4-1. Yep, yep. After Arsenal, they've been knocked out at the Champions League. Back down to England. 5-0. Fans, we're singing Wenger in once again. (laughs) (laughs) I've got it down. 3-1 Arsenal. But I know Lincoln are going to scare them and take the lead. That's what I think anyway. (laughs) Um, I got it down for... I've, I've got the same reasoning as Kuda. Bring it back down to earth. Like like what Arsenal, like the small boys, 5-1 Arsenal. And we got a big one here. Tottenham versus Millwall. Way. I've got <laughs> Tottenham goodness. for 5-0. Least worst nightmare. <laughs> I've got Tottenham 2-1. <laughs> I've got Millwall 1-0. Keep going. Giant killing. Come on, Millwall. Oh, go on. There's no go on. I mean, this is a who cares sort of thing. <laughs> Who do I hate the most? So, we, I mean, we're just going to go Tottenham 1-0. But I couldn't really care less, to be honest. <laughs> and on to the last of the FA Cup with games is Chelsea versus Man United. I've got Chelsea for 3-2. I've got Man United 2-1. Go on, Kuda. i got United 2-1 as well. I am going to... Should I sing? I should sing. You and I... Yeah, go on, Stuart. No, no, definitely, <laughs> no, no. definitely don't sing. Just because you got a mic in front of you doesn't mean you're Tina Turner. <laughs> <laughs> I've got it. Uh, I've actually got, not going to like me, mate. I've got it down for Chelsea to win 4 1. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> 4 1. Good lad, Stuart. Good lad. To the sword, mate. Hazard to put me to the sword. Wow. Mate, I dude, might just put a bet on that still. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Once again, there you have it. Spend your money. <laughs> Gamble responsibly. You, you never see it again. <laughs> yep. If you've enjoyed listening to the podcast, make sure you subscribe on iTunes and uh, leave that rating. And uh, we'll see you again next week. Later. Later. Adios. Bye. <laughs> I like to see you guys change. <laughs> I don't know.